Hey there, friends. You are listening to the Unconventional Yogi Podcast with yours truly, Colette Marie. So today I am experimenting with videoing my podcast session today, and uh, we'll see how it goes. I might delete it. I might use it. Who's to say? But for today's subject, I wanted to get into accepting where we are right now being where you are, being here now. Some of you have heard those phrases before or those words before, be here now. What does that even mean? Uh, Part of that is tailored into the concept of self-acceptance or just accepting where you are in this moment and not looking to any other person or comparing yourself to any other individual and what they're doing. But it's very hard for us to do that uh, because I think we've been programmed and conditioned to be in a space where we have to constantly be on go mode, where we have to be doing this and doing that. And by now at this age, I should have X and I should have Y because I don't have these things or I am not at this level in my career yet, or I don't have, or I'm not married or I don't have children and all of my friends are married and have children, but there's something wrong with me, right? I think that that kind of thinking gets in the way of us succeeding in life and therefore we end up sabotaging a lot of things that we wish to create for ourselves but we get in our own way and so therefore we are unable to manifest and materialize the things that we deserve to have and want to have and wish to have and so when they're not happening when those things that we are seeking are not popping up they're not materializing then we start doubting ourselves even further. So we then we get stuck in this cycle, this loop, this pattern, where we are uh, self-prophesizing. Pro- Is that the word? Prophesying. <laughs> Prophesizing. You get what I'm talking about, friends. Uh, The self-fulfilling prophecy is where I am trying to go with this information, where we are saying to ourselves, see, I knew I couldn't do it, or see, I knew that that wasn't going to happen, or I always knew that that wasn't going to work out, or uh, I, I, of course, I knew I was, that wasn't going to happen because I wasn't good enough. In the previous podcast, we got into what is your self-worth worth and kind of breaking down what our perception is of self-worth and is self-worth measured accordingly and do we have the right mindset to properly give ourselves a worthwhile uh, sort of review on what our self-worth is. So circling back with regards to being here right now, It's good to slow our mind down just enough to just look at things as they are for what they are, not overthink it, not overanalyze it. So for those of you that have over analytical brains like I do, uh, that gets real tricky because we, we want to analyze every single thing in our lives and then we start to judge it. So I, I'm going to offer you a little challenge. I challenge you right now to not do that. I double dare you to not judge yourself and to not analyze the situation. Just don't analyze anything. Suspend judgment, suspend analysis, right? And just just without any attachment, being as completely objective as you possibly can, uh, just look at everything as it is in your life 
And um, that's it. Just look at it. Just, just take that moment in time. Now, once you've reviewed everything in a quick snap, um, don't judge it. Again, don't judge it. And what is it that is going on in your life in the moment? Right? We don't have to give it a good, bad, or anything. We can just, we can just look at it and make a decision about where we wish to go from this point. So, why am I talking about any of this stuff? Well, shout out to my good friend, Jill. So, Jill, if you're listening to this podcast, this is because of our conversation this morning. So, thank you for uh, sharing with me where you are and what we were were talking about because it, it is actually worthwhile information to get into on this podcast and the question is you know why can't I be you know where I'm at why do I feel like I have to be doing all these things all the time you know why can't I be satisfied with where I'm at or why isn't x y and z things happening Everybody else is doing all these other things and I'm doing nothing. But my response was, but you are doing something. You are being an awesome grandmother. You are helping to co-parent your grandson. Your grandson is getting all of this amazing love and attention and energy because you are free. You are a liberated woman. You're not attached to situations that have been a distraction that have been dramatic that have been traumatic you are an unfettered woman without any other distractions getting in the way of you being fully present for your grandson I mean what a lucky kid seriously I mean you know you're 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 there you're there and there is an impact on his life because you are present fully present fully 100% present right here right now with him And that's a gift. That's a gift. And it's not a gift that's often afforded to a lot of children, you know, unfortunately. And for one reason or another. So so even me saying that is not a judgment. People have busy lives. People go to work. People, you know, they're busy with their relationships. There's a lot of distractions. It's hard to really give a child 100% of mental energy and physical energy. Um, And so the distractions tend to get in the way of really being present. And so that's what I mean by you are in a great position because you are fully present for, for him. And that, that in and of itself is the gift. That's the gift. And so when the time comes as he gets a little older and he starts getting into his own little life, it will be time for then for you to, you know, you'll know exactly what to do next. The next chapter of life will be exactly what it will be meant to be, right? So it'll be the right thing at the right time. And timing is everything. So enjoy this moment in time where you get to be fully present with your grandson, right? And being there and having a good time and and playing an integral role in his early childhood development. Because these are the critical years of which a child evolves and cultivates a personality and cultivates a certain sense of self. And they start to explore the world around them and they start to formulate ideas for themselves and learn to be more autonomous. And so you're a part of all of that. And as a result, he's gonna be like way, way, way ahead of the curve. And again, that's a gift, yay for you. So that's something to treasure 
hold dear value and that is the currency that is the uh, compensation is that pleasure that you extract from that experience the the joy that you feel when you're with him the joy that you feel when he's laughing and smiling when he looks at you or the the love that you you get from him when he's near you or when he hugs you so so that's the that's the uh, the the monetary sort of energetic currency that you get from the experience that you have so for the rest of us when we look at our lives and say okay well where am I what am I doing what why am I here and what do I need to do to get to the next thing well my my advice is really to not overthink it again and not overanalyze where you are and just be in it see so the concept that I introduced on the fly in our conversation is that there's nothing wrong with isness isness being in whatever you're in and being in the isness of whatever you're in and not having to be doing anything else in that moment until it's actually time to do something else and that time will be made available soon uh, and so there's really no point on forcing the hand on that note right friends so I find that when I force something to happen I end up doing more harm than good for myself I end up creating problems for myself and the end result isn't the most favorable outcome because I forced things along the law of least effort is also not a bad thing because when I am doing all of the right things I'm picking up the cues that the universe is providing I'm in this like flow that is going on and everything is just like falling into place that's when I know it's right and that's what I mean by the law of least effort. In fact, that is one of the seven spiritual laws of success written by Deepak Chopra, where it talks about being in the flow of what you're doing, being in the flow of what you're creating, being in the flow of what you're trying to achieve and allowing that flow to just continue on without any interruption. That's not to say you're not doing work. That's not to say that you're not preparing. You are, that's part of the flow, preparing doing the work, putting in the hours, putting in the time, putting in the sweat, right? To make something great, to create whatever it is that you're wishing to create. And that is the flow. All of that is part of that flow. And that is part of, again, the law of least effort, according to Deepak Chopra. And it stuck with me. Of all the seven spiritual laws, that's the one that stood out for me. And I've lived by that law ever since I read the book and I think I read that book back in uh, 2005 and that was at the time when I first started getting into uh, my yoga teaching uh, experience and I had just graduated from yoga school and I wanted to create something for myself I didn't have anything for myself I was floundering I was you know all over the place I was an assistant teacher but I couldn't get any further than that because I didn't have a college education I wasn't a mother everyone else was having kids again I have you know infertility uh, things and so therefore I couldn't have any children so that was upsetting for a period of time and so I felt like I was lost in the world and didn't have a purpose and I didn't know what to do I didn't know what to do I was kind of in a in a bad rut in a bad way for a a period of time and then one day 
<clears throat> excuse me, I decided that, you know what, I'm going to go to a yoga class. I don't know. Never took, I haven't taken one before. And I decided to go. I decided to go and try it out, see how it goes. I felt so damn good after that class. I was on cloud nine. I thought, holy moly, where has this type of thing been my whole life? I've missed out. And you know what? This is exactly what I want to do. I knew exactly, I knew right then and there that this is what I want to do. I want to be that person standing up or walking around and sitting and and talking about yoga and doing exactly what they're doing. This is it. And you know what, friends? Uh, The next day, I looked into a program and I got the last remaining spot available for a 200-hour Yoga Alliance approved teacher training program. And that was January of 2005. I took that one class in December. One class, people. Because it was time. It was like, it was a flow. It was, you take the class. Here you are. You're in the mode. I don't know the poses. Didn't know the names. Didn't understand any of it. But I just went with it. I didn't care. I just went with it. No judgment. No overanalyzing. I just went with it. And looked into, went on the internet, tried to find programs around the Connecticut area, the state of Connecticut, wherever, found one, it was pretty far, but I didn't care, had a car, didn't matter, didn't matter how far it was, got the spot, got the money, boom, and everything just flowed after that, I wanted to teach, 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 I graduated, I got a sub spot, which turned into a permanent teaching slot, which then turned into another permanent teaching slot, and I had been on this path ever since and other things have evolved along the way the moral of the story here my loves is that it's okay to be in an ebb because there's gonna be a flow so if you feel like nothing's moving and nothing's happening so what let it let it be just be there in the ebb because I guarantee you when the time comes and it will come there is just going to be this gush of flow of things going forward for you. And you want to be ready for it. You want to be mentally prepared. You want to be physically prepared. You want to be energetically prepared. You want to not be distracted with a bunch of things that's pulling your attention away from what it is that you want to experience in life. Whether that means traveling abroad. Maybe that's your focus. But you need to work, save some money, perhaps, right? Or... If you have the loot readily available, you still have to plan so that your trip is comfortable and that your trip is, um, you know, has all the things that you need so you feel like you're getting the most out of the experience. So I think it's great to be in the ebb. It's not easy, especially if you have a mental, uh, you know, thing like I do where I just, I have to be busy. I have to be running around. I have to be doing something. I have to be reading something, studying something, researching something, writing something, 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 something. And then I'm just sort of in this state of like anxiety and kind of like stress. And I'm not able to enjoy just the plain simplicity and ease of the moment, which is a gift, truly. Being in the isness of life, just simple plain you don't have to be busy just easy no thought in your mind you're just making coffee making juice taking the dog for a walk reading a book 
taking care of a bill, running to the bank. Like you're not, you don't have to overthink any of those things. It's just a nice, easy, like set of things that you're doing for the day. And that's that. And when time, when the time comes to be doing something, then you'll be ready to go. And everything that you need to do will just come to mind. At least that's how it's been for me. I'm not saying it's like this for everyone, but I am saying and I am suggesting that that is something that can be done and that can be experienced in your life if you so choose, but you have to want it, right? You have to be willing to be in agreement that that is even a possibility in the first place because self-sabotage, coming back around to that concept, self self-sabotage will tell us oh no you can't do that or oh no that's not possible or I don't think you're ready for that I don't think it's the talk the right time and so we talk ourselves out of doing something really spectacular because we're afraid of failure and it happens or we're we're self-doubting or we lack the confidence or we're not feeling that high self-esteem or we feel like our self-worth right mentioning self-worth is not high enough because we're not good enough all that you we have to kill all that noise it's just noise it's static in the in the mind it gets in the way it's just a bunch of noise rattling around in the mind distracting us from what we can be doing and what is possible but we we must really kind of work against the ego in a way where the ego saying oh no that's you're not good enough for that and you have to self-talk actively self-talk and say to yourself oh no I am good enough for that I am so deserving of that I'm totally capable of doing that and I can I can make that happen I'm gonna make that happen I'm gonna do what I need to do to make that happen you have to keep talking to yourself to get yourself out of your head about what it is that you think you can't do so that you start to change the narrative in your mind to tell yourself that this is something that you can do believe me it's not easy the shit is hard I struggle with it too still and there are moments where I feel so lack of confidence in what I'm doing that I feel like I shouldn't do it like going to school like going back to college I, I, I put it off and put it off I applied then put it off again and I finally had to you know talk myself up hype myself up to get into it and just complete it the application and just follow through with everything and now here I am uh, about to start Temple University in the fall. And I'm still freaking out. I don't know what to expect. I'm worried that I'm not going to do well. I'm worried that it's not going to be, um, you know, uh, it's not going to be something. I don't know. It's, it, I'm, I'm worrying unnecessarily, I'm sure. But my head is in the place where I feel like I'm going to fail. And then I'm not going to do as well as I did when I was at Community College of Philadelphia. See, so I go through this too, and I have to stop myself in my tracks and say, all right, Colette, you're tripping. You can totally pull this off. It's not going to be what you think it's going to be. Just relax. Let it be. So what? Your professors didn't put anything on canvas yet. Don't flip out. Let it be. Just be in the isness of what is. 
don't freak out and they're going to tell you what books you need and then when the time comes you go and get them it's not a big deal just relax just be calm Shh. easy down girl down like this is my self-talk right this is this is how I process things in my own mind so that I could get out of my own way so wrapping this up friends being in the isness of your life right now is not a bad thing accepting that there is an ebb to a flow is not a bad thing so therefore don't look at what everybody else is doing don't look at whatever everyone else because I guarantee you those people are looking at everyone else and what they're doing and whoever they're looking at those people are looking at everyone else and whatever they're doing it's weird but that's the cycle remove yourself from that cycle friends can it and only focus on what you would like to experience never mind what everybody else is doing never mind them doesn't even matter it has nothing to do with you all that matters is where you are right here right now and being right here right now even if where you are right now is super uncomfortable probably not good potentially feeling worried and scared and frightful okay that's happening so find the find the ease even in the storm of your life take a deep breath and then start to formulate what your next set of moves are going to be focus on those next steps think about what that looks like visualize what that looks like create an outcome for yourself in your mental sphere of what your life needs to look like a month out two months out a year out two years out you can extend the timeline maybe not so far out but just in the immediate for the time being so that then when you get to an, a better more comfortable place you can plot the next set of steps be here now friends accept the isness embrace it when the time comes to flow it out you will Thank you for listening to the Unconventional Yogi Podcast with yours truly, Colette Marie. I've had a great time talking about this subject. Thanks, Jill. Shout out to you, friend. And I'll see you all or hear from you all or speak to you all very, very soon.